I mean, like you're, you're what trying to go like this against like, you, you know, you, the gym is like all underneath you. Like, you know, you're pulling them all up. Right. Dusty. You like I that? Do, <laughs> you know, we kind of like did that, that, that non start that one week and it worked really well. You, you know? like the non start. You yeah, look, I, I noticed doing a start. you've done the non-start a lot of times. I think you, yeah, you've always gravitated we the toward time. the non-start, I think. Yeah. Deep down inside, but even you if you didn't know it, you liked yeah. it. Yeah. Well, well, it, nevertheless, welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding. <laughs> we don't know what episode number anymore, but I think we're over 170. Is this 170? This I'd have to look. I look when, we, when I edit, but yeah, about 170. Yes, Around. it is. You're right, Dusty. So, you know, we I couldn't like, say one... Well, we can't guarantee Before. it's 170. But it is. Us, it will be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, uh, you know, remember to like, share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell. And ring the bell. Um, I've been trying to go through the comments and, like, respond a bit. I saw that. Yeah, you know, because it's fun. So, you know, I like interacting with everyone. I, um, I haven't been on my phone for three fucking days, barely. Whew. Because we just had that big double show this weekend. Oh, yeah. Right. So um, it was like a super crazy, ridiculous weekend for me. I haven't been to West Coast Iron for over three days. Hmm. I haven't even been in the gym. How do you know it's still there? I looked on Instagram and it's still there. And the staff are all still still there, apparently. And um, I haven't gotten any phone calls in the middle of the night from the fire department or anything like that. So... um, I'm going to go in today. I hear it's still there today. There's apparently photo shoots happening. So well, Because you were gone for like eight days, just gallivanting mm-hmm. around England. <clears throat> then you came home for like seven minutes. Then you took three more days off. Yeah. Crazy. Wow, you're fancy. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, I fly to Toronto for huh. the weekend because my training partner, Braden, is doing the Nationals. Good for him. Cool. Week. And nice. all I'm going to say is that he will easily be the very best he's ever been by like, you know, like, I mean, he competed exactly a year ago and he was like 204 on stage or whatever he actually weighed. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like right now he's like 215 in the morning and he doesn't need diuretics. Nice. He just peeled. So, wow. you know, we're, we're just, we're just happy, you know, like it's, there's no pressure on this show really. It's just... It's, uh, we know he's going to do fantastic. You know, his vacuum is ridiculous. Like he's one of those guys that has like, like a shocking vacuum. Get some pictures you know I mean? for the, let's see how he turns out on the yeah, next yeah, episode. Yeah. 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 We can go on his Instagram. He's not shy. All right. He throws it up, you know, throw his, throw, yeah. Throw his Instagram up, throw right. palm tree up there. Let's see what I can find here. <clears throat> he's going to nationals this weekend, so. Uh, shows himself naked all the time on there. Yeah, like, he's always fucking putting shirtless pics. And shirtless pics. Whoops, did I just show you my tattoo? <laughs> my bad. Well, my bad. I didn't mean to show you my tattoo, ladies. Moon pose. Oh, he has been putting up. He has been. He's put up multiple <clears throat> hamstring videos lately. Multiple uh-huh. hamstring videos. Here he is. He's, all yeah. you Canadians trying to be like Ian. Put his yeah. ass out there. Yeah. Hey, Ron, can you get a set for me? And then he gets down on the hyper bench. And he's, yeah, and he pulls immediately. Well, you behind him. It's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd film him anyways, but. There we go. Careful with the porn, Scott. Careful. 
Careful about the porn tabs. I've got diets up. That's it right Here, now. Pull that net. Pull the mm. thing you just put up. Is his latest post. Just pull this that one? up. Oh yeah. yeah. Just you just put up some mirror shots at the gym. Yeah, that looks good. You know, scroll. Is, that, scroll. is there a carousel? Yeah, scroll. How uh, how much is he weighing now? You said he was he weighed how much at well, his last show? Like, he'd be he was two oh four on stage, I think. I know he okay. weighed in at like two oh five. He yeah, weighed in at yeah. like two oh five. So he was like two oh four on stage. And then here in these pictures in the gym, he's like two fifteen, two sixteen. No kidding. Nice. That's a so great like, amount of progress to have made in one season. You know? Yeah. It's a lot of drugs. A lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hilarious because that's that's the joke. It was all it was was a massive cruise. Yeah, no kidding. And staying relatively good shape. Okay, like not pushing the weight up like crazy, just like eating to be big, you know. And you know, I I think I don't even think he got to his heaviest ever. His heaviest ever was like two sixty, I think. And then last off season, I don't know if he even went over. I think he might have hit two fifty, maybe. Okay. So, you know, and just like, just training and eating, that was it. Yeah. And then start the prep again, right? Like with a big break. Good so, lower lats there. I like that lower yeah. lat hang he has. That's good. Yeah. So, you know, he's using, he's in good shape. That's cool, so, man. Uh, I saw the, I saw the, the, the third one down. See the, the first one. Oh, on the yeah, yeah. Row. I didn't know yeah, he was so with he's, Mutant. He's done some shots with Mutant, you know, and that's inside his garage gym. He's got his own gym. Dude, right? he has the coolest gym. Let's see if he has any pictures of his gym up. With yeah, it. there's a video of the compound. Okay. Yeah. Know, I'm going to scroll down a little bit here because his gym is yeah. one of the night. This is from his gym. This is one of the nicest home gyms that I have ever seen in my entire life. He's gone as far as to like repowder coat machines so that they oh, matched. Yeah. That's a nice shot of yeah. him right there. Yeah. Yeah, he's in great shape. You know, he's six feet tall. So he's in that, that 220 cap classic. Yeah. You know, he's in the, the Bumstead class when Bumstead was an amateur. But all of Bumstead turned pro as a body or turned pro as a bodybuilder. True. I'm looking for his gym here. This is no, no. Is this that's West Coast? That, no, no, yeah, that's all West Coast. Keep scrolling. There'll be one come up. All right. Um, but yeah, I got him hooked up with uh, with mutants, so it's been going good for him. Let's see. I remember he posted one a long time ago. Is this there's, it? There's one. Yeah. Yes. So this is sick home gym. Like that Canadian so he, flag in there. He calls it the compound. Can you blow that up at all? Uh, I can't. Actually, wait. Maybe I can. Let's see what this does. There we go. Oh, boy. You know, look at, look at all the flags and shit. You know, yeah. he's even got out, he's even got like an out of order treadmill, just like a real gym, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like literally, that's the fucking joke of me. He's got like an out of order treadmill. I'm like, oh, yeah, real gym, you know? I mean, he's got a lot of people over to train there, you know? But like hammer machines, fucking Icarian or what, whatever he's got in there. Uh, Atlantis. Uh, Fitness stuff, Atlantis stuff, our old seated calf raise out of the gym. You and know, a place to park his car still. And still got a place to park his car. Which is hard the, to do. The Icarian side lateral. Yeah. The, I love that. The, the flex bicep curl. So I, 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 I know all these guys on Instagram that, that have like um, – you know, gyms that are like five times as big in their houses, right? 
uh-huh. but they're they're definitely the, the the really rare exception. Like there's that, a guy, there's hack a guy right there. Nice. Yes, yeah, he's Cybex hack. He, yeah. he painted it. He yeah. put new stick. He ordered new stickers. Holy shit! Stickers on it. You know what I mean? Like he gets the aftermarket stickers and puts them on. Yeah. You know. So yeah, hammer incline. I That's like our that hammer incline because we wound up getting a new one kind of for free. So we we sold him the old one and he painted this, it. Is this this incline right here? Is this hammer? That's a magnum. Oh, okay. I like that converging uh, magnum incline. Yeah, Those have a feel, really good so feel. Me being an equipment nerd, there's a story about that press. If you look at it, it goes too deep for for big guys. Yeah. So when you when you get into it, it's like really hard to get into because it's it sits too deep for big guys. Yeah. So the guy who owned it before took a hockey puck on each <laughs> side. Yep. And bolted it to the frame, <laughs> so the the arm comes down and it sits one hockey puck higher. That's so Canadian. Not like a piece of wood. Yeah. It had to no, be a hockey, a hockey puck. puck. <laughs> yeah. And and so it's like, last. It's got yeah. a hockey puck a hockey puck mod on it. Yeah, and it makes it a, an awesome machine because now you can get into it. You know, you can squeeze into it. It sits a little higher. Yeah, and What's that Atlantis this? shoulder press is awesome. Yeah, that's the Atlantis shoulder press right there. Yeah, that looks good. Ooh, you it's know. adjustable too. The height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, just crazy. Jim calls it the compound. He's got a couple of signed Bumstead photos up there on the wall oh, that yeah. Chris, Chris gave him. See, Chris didn't Chris like hand deliver those or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris trained with us. Like okay. we trained with yeah. Bumstead. You know. Yeah. So, you know, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, and then if you know, I really like that Smith. He's got a TV up there. He's he's play. He'll put like a Jay Cutler video on. Yeah, and we'll train. Oh yeah. You know, blast the music and put an old Jay Cutler video on. I haven't trained there for a while. We got to we got to hammer some sessions there because it's been a while. So everything you could possibly need, you know. So since then, that old leg press there. He can get rid of that now because he bought a Cybex leg press to match the hack. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not sure if he has it painted and installed yet. Okay. Yeah, you know I like I mean? that hack squat a lot. Like, that's a nice that's a nice machine. And it's crazy that he went through all the work of, like, repowder coating it and getting the stickers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So, but enough about him. Fuck. But let's <laughs> yeah, talk about your guy. You, you had a guy oh, yeah. on my show. Talk about your guy. Did you see him in person? Oh, yeah. I saw him and I knew it was him, but like, you know, I'm fucking tied up with stuff and, of course, you know, registering and shit. So I was like, oh, that's Scott's guy. And I remember giving him like a nod and I was hoping to meet him, but I, I, you know, I don't, I don't think I actually met him. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I don't think he, it's, you were a busy guy, you know. Here's, here's a couple shots. So I'll give you an example. I saw, like, he looked great. How did he wind up placing? I don't even remember. So he did True Novice. This is his first show. And um, he won that out of 14 guys. So mm-hmm. he was nice. pretty happy with that. And right. then in his open class, he said there was like, he was like, I don't know. It was either eight or 10 guys. He was like, there's just so many of them. And he ended up getting third place there. Yeah. Meaning, yeah, you know, he won the overall. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning he ended up taking out a bunch of people who probably had more experience than, than him. Obviously, he's not the <laughs> biggest guy yet. You know, he's he's a taller guy. He was great. Yeah. And we, that's all we really could do was make sure we nailed the condition. I just hope now that he's able to put on the muscle he needs to, because if he can do that, you know, he'll he'll obviously continue to be competitive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think I met him. Like, I don't think I actually met him. But the funny thing is, is I saw a couple pictures on Instagram that I don't remember taking. Yeah. <laughs> it was a blur. So, yeah, that was very intense. Yeah, I, I heard Classic was really, really competitive overall. Classic was fantastic. Yeah. You know, and like, half, of course, half the guys in Classic could have just walked into bodybuilding classes and the bodybuilding classes would have looked fucking great. Sure. Yeah. You know, but I don't know why people feel like they shouldn't do it. I just don't get it. Oh, his name's like, Matt Flynn, by the way. I yeah, Matt Flynn. Yeah, yeah, Matt Shout Flynn. Shout out to okay. Matt. I remember, re I remember reading his name, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I remember him winning that that true novice. That was kind of, uh, to me, that was obvious just by walking around on the stage. I didn't the see funny, the other guys, but the, I'm glad. The funny thing, funny thing about this show was it was in a new venue, so we moved it to a casino. So we're in like a Delta hotel. Like, it's all inclusive. It's beautiful. It's like, okay. you know, like fantastic. So we got a giant ballroom, right? Yeah. And we set up the lights and everyone looked great. Like if you look at pictures of the 212 pros, they're fucking peeled. They look awesome. So we were really happy with how people looked. But um from the side stage where I'm standing, yeah, people don't look good. Oh, no kidding. It's just, just from my view. You know what I mean? Like just from my view, people were like, "Eh, you know, okay. But when you just walked around front, it was like it transformed, right? So, you know, because your view as MC is always different. Like yeah. every show is different because the lighting is different and some of it's terrible for an MC, but no one cares. That's not what they set light up for. Yeah. So it's just funny. But then like, um, so, you know, it sort of made everyone look equally conditioned from like my brutal side angle. Yeah. Right. But then uh, when I walked around, I just kind of peeked around the front of the line at one point, and he was hard as nails. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, we definitely brought, like I said, man, that was our, I knew we could do that. And with him, uh, it, he was, he really was eating a lot of food still. Like in the last week, man, we were just hammering. And that was no diuretics. We did manipulate water a little bit. I think he was drinking like four liters a day on average. So I pushed him up to seven. I believe it was maybe eight for a couple days. And then we started tapering it back down. And by the time we got to the show, he was still drinking like four or five. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it was a great show. We had, oh, you know, an open show all day Saturday and um, a natural show all day Sunday. And Remember uh, last week when Scott said no one cares about natural shows? <laughs> yeah, that was super funny. How did it turn out? <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah. Everything sold, you know, everything sold. Yeah. So huge show. 212 was fantastic. Romaine. Oh, I don't want to say his last name wrong. I, I was, I was going to say Rasmussen. I got to look it up. This guy you just sent me? Yeah. He's Romaine Ramassamy. Romaine Ramassamy. He looks really good. Oh, no, that's that's my client. That, oh, that uh, He looks really novice. good. Yeah, he won the... Uh, the novice bodybuilding and stuff. And that was novice, heavyweights. Huh? Good for yeah, him. His, yeah, he won novice bodybuilding and got second in the heavyweights. Hell yeah. yeah. He was conditioned as fuck. His name's John Thick on Instagram. Nice. So check him out. Um, but yeah, it was a crazy, crazy event. I emceed the whole thing. Everyone worked super hard. Everyone was on their feet for 14 hours a day, three days in a row. Because Friday was like... We literally arrived at the venue with everything, unloaded everything, like taped up the floors, did everything. Like 
we all did that like hands-on that, you know, we had a team of volunteers and all of us working together and, you know, setting up the venue and setting up, you know, all the vendors came in and set up all their tables and booths, you know, just crazy assembly day of everything. And then we all had to be done by noon because that's when we were like going to kick into registrations and all that stuff registered, you know, 300 people and in like almost 500 different classes and, uh, and got everything wrapped up on, we did it all on time. It was crazy. We registered the two twelve pros. We had the five o'clock meeting on time with the pros. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone weighed in. Done deal. And we wrapped it up. And the show ran like clockwork. Like I was, it just went so well. Like the team just operated well, and all the athletes listened. It was just like, like it was just, it was fantastic. So we're just all just like I'm just on cloud nine today. Like we just, I feel like I just hit home runs all weekend. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it was a good time. I mean, I'm sure somebody somewhere is unhappy, but we just haven't heard about it yet. <laughs> you know, like Someone's I got a message. Unhappy. Yeah, yeah, just fantastic stuff. Like Romain, um, he messaged me after the show and he said, that was the best experience of my life. I've qualified for the Olympia. Holy this shit. is unbelievable. Your show was awesome. Like he just had a great time. You know what I mean? That's so so cool. when you hear that, when you hear that from like, you know, the athletes, it's, uh, you know, makes you feel pretty good about stuff, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, just sharing a win. We're sharing. I'm just sharing a win. I like wins. Yeah, you got to do that once in a while, you know. And just trying to thank the athletes and everyone who listens. So, like, I got a ton of people come up to you. Oh, I listen to your podcast, and you know, it's just like just like how we were at the UK, Dusty. Like, this was another bodybuilding event, and I was just completely like completely just getting hammered by people saying, "Hey, listen to the show. Listen to the show." You know. And then uh, I had two people tell me you got to bring Dusty up for it next year. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Although don't I, expect Dusty to. to like tape the floors and stuff. Just <laughs> no, 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 no. But maybe we can. Maybe maybe I can get Mutant to bring him up for a shoot, and he just and happens then, to be here for the show. I could pay someone to do my part of the taping. No, no, you don't have to do any taping. I'm saying you come up as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Come up as a guest. I'm not gonna make you fucking work, dude. I, love I, might, I, might, I, love the, I might make you Scott dog I, shit. Scott and I took it like way to the side. And yeah. still like, what, what's happening? <laughs> well, we should do yeah, one. Well. We'll do a live, a live podcast the night of. <clears throat> yeah, be fun. That'd be cool. You know. <clears throat> so. Yeah, and it's funny. And another thing too, like the last couple times I emceed it. I was like, it was pretty exhausting. Like, yeah. and, and I thought, fuck, I can't do that. Like forever. I can't do a two day show like all the time. Like I'm going to have to find, you know, farm that off. Yeah. And then, uh, so this year I was like, well, I guess I'll do it again. Cause I never farmed it off. I <laughs> put it to the last minute and couldn't find anyone else. that would be good to do it. And, 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 uh, you know, all by themselves. And, uh, but then after this weekend, it went so well that I'm like, I don't want anyone else to do it. Yeah, that's my job now. Like I, I didn't realize that was gonna be my job, but that's my job now. <laughs> I thought that was my job to get things going, you know. Like I'll MC it for you know first few years, and but now I'm like, no, no, I don't ever want to not MC that show. You know, oh, yeah. it was super fun. You know, just a lot of fun, and um, you know we had Tarek El Gindi up to head judge. Nice the, oh, the, the the Saturday show because we had the pros right. And uh, so, you know, knowing he was coming up too, you know, you're like, oh, well, you know, the house better be clean, <laughs> right. you know, 
coming up, you know, bringing up an American head judge that does the Olympia, you know, yeah. you want to make sure everything's in order. So that was cool. He had a great time and loved the venue and, you know, so it went well. Yeah. So looking forward to the Van City showdown again next year. That's my little shout out to my own shit for this week. That's cool. I, I want a jersey. I want a jersey shirt. <clears throat> Just so you know. Yeah, those are cool. You know, Very there's cool. there's certain things like, you know, you can only really fit so much into your thoughts, right? So we're having these team meetings and I hear someone say, Hey, we should all get a jersey, matching jerseys, like the the team should have matching jerseys, you know, the promotional team. And I heard them, well, what kind of jersey? And, 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 and about that many words into the conversation, my brain just went, oh, doesn't matter. And I just stopped listening to anything about jerseys because I just, I don't give a fuck. Just whatever you hand me, I'll put it on. I don't give a fuck. So I got other stuff to think about, right? Like I do that. You have to partition your like importance of stuff. Like, oh, they're talking about the brownies that someone's going to bake. Okay, yeah. I don't give a fuck. You can only just, make so many decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I know? don't even care. Like what? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm just opting out. So, yeah. uh, so they came up and handed me that shirt on Friday when we went to set up. And I was like, oh, these are fucking cool. And I got a triple XL and it's actually like a little, little big, but I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great leg day shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like old school long. Nice. Like you could put, you could, you could pull the ultimate meathead move. You could put your fanny pack over the long baseball top. Well, that's how you hold it up properly. I like that. I saw Dorian do that. That's how Dorian was wearing his fanny pack when I met him. He had it over top a baseball jersey. Hell yeah. That's the look. Dusty, you could bring that back. I'll bring it back because I don't give a fuck. Let's do it. <clears throat> Over I like, top. I love the jersey, though. The, the jersey, like, I immediately was like, we need those for Mutant. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, I need one of those. And I know a guy who will make them. Ron actually knows a guy. He isn't the guy. He doesn't even know about the fucking brownies. What if they're weed brownies? What if you eat a, too many of them nobody told you and you're fucked? You got to listen to that shit. Well, I'm probably not going to eat the brownies <clears throat> at, at a party, so. Oh, I would. Fuck. Love them. Sorry. Um, anyways, <laughs> what'd you so, do this weekend, Scott? Yeah, what's your weekend, Scott? You had, a, you had a client in my show, but you also had a life outside of that. Hardly. It was, you know, a little work. It's nothing nothing fancy. Spent the weekend with the wife. We went to pick up a bunch of vegetables at the farmer's market, you know, that kind of thing. She purchased gourds for the front porch. So you have like the, the mums and the gourds and the pumpkins and you do like a little... Like a little thing, little little fall spread, you know. So we've got that going on. So she did that, and I went to the range. That was that was it. Work. That was a lot of like old school just now. What do you mean? You know, Home Home Depot, maybe Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. I, I don't know if we'll have time. It was totally like that. It was totally <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. As you very, were talking, I was like, "Gorge." It was very low key. It was all right. So though. are it's you? Good. I, are you going to shotgun a beer or not? Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to play a banjo. <laughs> Got it. Love it. It's good. What about you, Dusty? I'm always doing shit now. I don't even know. I went yeah, it looked to, like you I bought saw- a motorcycle, went for an, a very expensive steak dinner, and uh, drove close somewhere. To, close to I saw Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. How was that? It was a busy, it was a busy couple days because I closed on the house on Thursday. Went to Atlanta on Friday, saw Rogan, 
went to dinner at STK, woke up the next morning, went, drove to Augusta, it's like two hours away from there, and picked up a bike and then drove it home. No kidding. Quick, quick. Yeah. But in fairness, I had planned on buying the bike for like 30 or 40 minutes before I did it. (laughs) So that was cool. What did you buy? (laughs) What's your bike? I saw it. So I'll be honest with you, Dusty. Yes. Here's me as a as a brother who loves you being honest. <laughs> I saw the bike on the story. Was it story or post? Yes, both. Okay. Well, something came through my feed and I saw uh, like a video panning of a bike. Yes. And I looked up and it said Dusty Hanshaw 08 and I went bullshit and I scrolled <laughs> past it. Didn't even want to see it. I was like, I he, nope. He didn't buy a bike. Nope, that didn't happen. <laughs> happened. I'm just gonna not read the. There he, it is. Fuck. Here we go. You're making it real. It, it's, it feels more real when it's happening live. But yeah, no, so, it, was, uh, okay. it was a must. That's what cool. What is this? Is this a night it's train a, or something? It's all black. It's a it's a road glide, but it's uh, black is the only color I think that Harley should be available in. And I needed it to be black because it matches the truck. So ah. that that was part of that. Those were the keys, you know what I mean? But uh, I haven't I hadn't ridden in about six years. I had a bike. My first car was a bike. So it's been a little bit. I got on the for a minute. It took about ten minutes for me to feel like super comfortable again. I was like, damn, it's been a minute. But yeah, I didn't kill myself in the first ten minutes. So we're uh, we're in business, and now it's the only thing in my new house currently. Nice. Because I have so, so okay. So I have a feeling I know the answer, but I'm yes. going to ask you this question: Is does that bike have? Um, do you have the intention of actually taking that bike on the road, like <clears throat> packing up those, like packing it up and going somewhere on it? Like, is that or is that for Sunday rides? Yeah. No, I cruise around like. I'll go like an hour and a half, two hours. I don't like trying to. If I'm going long distance, there will I'll be inside of my truck. It'll be on a trailer. <laughs> Harley people are crying right now hearing that. I don't give a fuck. It's the same. <laughs> right. Like it's like it's like camping. Like if I'm going to go camping, it's going to be like at the W hotel. Right. I'm right. Not right. Actually, right. going camping. Yeah, but it does have a radio, which is cool. And I, you know, so you can, you can set up and play off your Spotify, which is important for Ron. So, yeah, we're all set. Damn. It's basically a two-wheeled couch. Oh, and I did. I've been <laughs> buying furniture today, by the way. Fuck my life. <clears throat> I had to go buy a couch today. I put new flooring in the upstairs of the house today where I paid for it. Today was an expensive fucking day. Yeah, dude. They had, they had carpet in my house. And I don't like carpet. Yeah. So, first thing, I had to call somebody. They're removing it on Friday, putting it on the flooring, so we're in business. Then I can move in. But, yeah, it's been an expensive morning. I, I got one of those, you know those love sack couches? Not the fucking beanbag, the actual couch. You can buy, like, sections and make them as big as you want, anywhere yeah. you want. Yeah. Awesome. But we're not going to talk about it because it hurt my soul a little bit. The total came up, and I'm like, <clears throat> All right, bought a second motorcycle. Cool. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. But but the reason it's cool is because if anything happens, say you happen to have two Yorkies or children who might fuck it up, you can actually take the cover off and replace the cover if you want. So, like, 
your couch isn't like fucked if someone stains it. Yeah. Or if you're a 40 year old, two year old that'll probably spill all yourself. And what did you call that couch? Love sack. S A C. Love. Yeah, they're awesome. You, you create your own sectional or whatever you want. You got to get one, Ron. It's amazing. Really? Really? Okay. It's I'll a fact of life. Because we need a new couch. Look at me selling for them. The fuckers better sponsor me. So this here's is like the thing, free advertising. Dusty, I'm even saying their this name. Dusty20 at Love Sign. Exactly. This is just in time. Yeah, you... Uh, you know, we, we, we actually went to buy the couch we have. We just went to buy the new model because it fits right. perfect. And they're like, oh, they stopped making it. We don't have any more. Yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck. So now I'm going to check this out. Imagine if you could build the couch of your dreams. And you can. Who knew? It'll cost your soul, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're classy looking, too. <clears throat> Get the a modern look to them. Absolutely. Yeah. So right you now, know? that's I have a motorcycle in my house and nothing else. So that's interesting. My neighbors probably think I'm nuts. I've been there twice just to pick it up and leave, come back. So yeah. Anyways, that's the life. What do we got for questions, Scott? What's going on? Well, I had one question in particular that I I pulled to the front. Actually, I got this message on DM. And I said, do me a favor and send that to me on the show, like post it on the latest episode. That way I'll remember. Because guys, if you DM me questions for any of the shows, it's like you, you send that to me on Tuesday. We record next Monday. We've recorded five other shows since then. I There's no chance. Unless you're from Patreon, then I will do my best. Uh, but where did this one go even? You lost the one. Uh, Yeah, I did. It was like the question. Maybe it was at the end here. Um, Oh, here it is. Yes. There we go. It's from Randy. He says, hi, guys. Awesome show. DM Scott a suggestion for a topic and was redirected here. The topic is gym etiquette and the evolution of what it is now. Uh, Mirror etiquette. Also, with all the new plate-loaded machines, while you're doing oh. a working set, people returning their plates to the machine uh, because they double as weight storage uh, in the middle of a heavy set and feel the machine is shaking a bit from somebody returning plates. Am I an asshole for being pissed about that? <clears throat> Again, appreciate the hard work that everyone puts into the shows. Thanks, Randy. That's just you, Scott. Ron, Ron and I just show up. But, uh, yeah, good job, Scott. Um, I can't comment, Randy, on whether or not you're an asshole or not, because I most certainly am. And that shit drives me fucking batshit. Like, anything that's on my machine is mine during my set. When the bar is moving, you cannot put anything on my machine. You can't touch my machine. You might as well fucking touch the bar I'm using. Go banging around on that shit. What I suggest during your set, while you're pushing out and you see it and they hit the machine, uh, just ever so subtle, what the fuck are you doing? During <laughs> tends to get people's attention. And that'll probably never happen again with that person. And you should, because their machine also has weight tree capabilities. Why are you on mine? Why? Fuck is wrong with you. It reminds me of parking. 
Okay, same deal. I park in a lot. I'm way in the back, away from everyone. Why is there always an 86 Accord parked to me when I fucking walk out to the car again, no matter where I park? That was my whole zone back there. My machine, my parking spot, is it the same? No. Does it bother me the same? Yes. Fuck these go. people. Randy, I like you, whoever you are. And I don't remember the first part of the question, but you don't touch my fucking... And Jim Etiquette, the mirrors... Has uh, it changed? That was is, Has it changed over the years? That's what he was asking. Um, Ron would know if it's changed. I, I've hated people my entire life. Go ahead. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's changed. There's always been people that left their weights out. There's always been people that, you know, fucking didn't wipe their bench off. There's always been people that, you know, carried their big fucking floppy open gym bag around, fucking threw it on the floor like a mattress. You know, there's always people a that, mattress. you know, like they're bringing their fucking mat, little mattress around them. Like, that's my entire, you know, eight foot square space. You know, you know, it just inconsiderate people are not a new thing. And then also, too, it's not incon- still in, uh, always inconsiderate. Um, blissfully unaware uh, people who uh, just have, for some reason, never learned like spatial respect and like I don't know respect for like work happening. It's just a concept in the brain, right? Like I don't know where I, you know, I guess my dad. I was always like, anytime anything was in operation, I grew up on a farm, so anytime anything was operating, it was like stand back. Yeah, right. And it was stand back or you'll get your fucking arm ripped off. Why was it always the arm? Yeah. Well, because that little kids would reach into shit and fucking boom, their arm's gone. And it happened on farms. And they used to show us videos, like education videos, when we were in like, when I was a little kid in school, they'd show us like videos of like amputee kids missing arms. Like, this is, you know, this is, you know, Teddy. He reached into an auger and lost his arm. Don't be like Teddy. Like, I remember seeing like videos like that. Dang. I never saw those videos. And I know you didn't either, Dusty. <clears throat> I live on a fucking farm. Right. But I would have yeah. rather yeah. seen the video of Teddy losing his arm. That would have really <laughs> driven, it, driven it home better. We'd get um, a lot more hits, so too. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, you just, you'll love, you'll you just love learn. You just learn <clears throat> somehow. And then it, it crosses over, is all I'm saying. I don't know. They're not learning as, young, as younger people. And then there's, there's nothing to cross over to like adult life. So I don't need like, you know, some people are like, they, they must have the mirror. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not obsessive about the mirror. Like, cause I'm doing, if I'm doing like a ladder raise, like I know what the fuck I'm doing. It's fine. And it, whatever. But I do have to admit one time I was doing, I can't remember. I think I was, I was doing a shoulder press, um, dumbbells and a girl came in front of me and proceeded to take her hair down <clears throat> And then turn and make sure she had it back up while using the mirror directly in front of me. And then turned around to see it. And then she looked at me and I'm like, hi. And she, oh, my God. It was like she forgot she wasn't in a change room. Right. Right then and there. At least and, she and, and realized. That's the blissfully it. unaware that you were saying, Ron. Like, as it was happening, because like I said, I'm not really a huge mirror person. I was kind of laughing. I'm like, this is going to happen right now, isn't it? And sure as fuck, I watched her like style her whole hair up and get all ready. And I was at least a little warm in the heart when she realized she was a fucking idiot. I was like, that a girl. That's Way funny. to figure it out. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't play somebody's <clears throat> machine. So here's another thing. Here's a sidebar. I have done it to someone. Yeah. Um I I remember there was a girl doing 
hip thrusts on the Smith and she was like using like hardly any weight, like five pounds a side. And she was doing like 10 second reps. Like it was some sort of like super slow non-training thing. And I just quietly put some plates on the machine. Non-training thing. <laughs> that's, my, that's my new phrase. Like, I don't know. He's doing some new non-training thing. Um, <laughs> Um, but, uh, but I remember I, I put my plates like quietly on the Smith and on the, on the rack, you know what I mean? And I remember thinking like, I'm not even vibrating the machine. I'm doing a really nice job of this. Like I was conscious of the fact that I was breaking a, a rule, but yes. I was like being so good about it that I was like, Hey, I, I can get away with this. You know, I remember doing that. It's so funny that he asked that question. Cause that's the first thing I thought of was, Oh, I did that to that. I did that the other day. She didn't notice or anything and like didn't say anything, but just in my head, it was a thing. Yeah. You it know, was a thing. it was a thing. Dusty's like, you did break a rule. <laughs> I do it all the time though. I, I will say that during like a rant of something that irritates me. And I'm like, and I've fucking done this, but you shouldn't fucking do this. <laughs> I'm like, I am a hypocrite. But anyways, back to the reason I'm right about this moment. Oh, terrible. This is, I have something kind of related Kind of. And I, I I think about it because I went off <laughs> my poor client, Patrick. His, his name is actually Patrick Moore. He's a different Patrick Moore, not the black guy. He's the white Patrick Moore. Uh, <laughs> he's done a great job, though. And uh, he needs to bring For his hamstrings guy. up. Yeah, he needs to bring his hamstrings up like most white guys. And yeah. uh, I asked him to shoot me some video. And he shot me some video and I looked at it and I sent him a voice memo back. And what I felt he needed to do was be more intense with it. And it looked like he was training in a crunch fitness. And I went off on this whole tangent in this voicemail. The poor guy had to listen to for like five minutes uh, of me saying that I think that one of the problems we have, you know, we can't all train at, at gyms like West Coast Iron. You know, it's just not every city has one of those. And if you do train in a place like that, you're among like-minded people who are all trying to more or less do the same thing, which is grow an incredible amount of muscle. And that's not going to be, you know, that the non-training stuff you were mentioning, Ron. Like you have to, you have to train hard. You have to take this to failure. It's going to be uncomfortable. And I think that in a place like Crunch Fitness, people who train really hard are kind of looked at differently because it's, 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 it's they're going for mediocrity and i think that striving for it yeah it's it's a lot harder to excel in a place like that because after a while i've trained in a place like that before that you do start drifting into that you know i'm just doing my workout like everybody else and still it's, train harder than everybody here yeah exactly and that's not saying much so yeah. but i went off on this whole tangent about it and i just remember the end of my tangent was like and if you're gonna grow your hamstrings you need to take it was a you need to go to hell click that was like the end of my my voicemail when i was like damn scott that was pretty intense but but that's the that's truth funny. though is i feel like you know a lot of times it's it's frowned upon to try too hard in a gym like that so i guess it's almost a reminder that you know what maybe we aren't meant to fit in uh in places like that and there is some level of etiquette to that like everybody wants to be really polite and quiet and I don't know. Yeah, it's well, you know, a rising tide, you know, raises all ships, 
right? Hmm. So when you're in an environment where everybody's on their way up, sometimes you get dragged along with them. Like that's, you know, everyone's doing their cardio. Fuck, it's easier to do your cardio. It is. Yeah. Everyone's fucking training hard around you. The guys next year going hard. Like it is like that. That stuff has helped me through like a lot of workouts. Being in the right gym has made an enormous difference. Like Mm -hmm. I've trained at health clubs. I had a world health membership so that I could just get out of like, you know, I had trained at hardcore gym in Edmonton for 13 years. You know, it was a powerhouse at the end there. Um, But, uh, you know, I trained there for almost 14 years and, um, you know, I always had a health club membership, you know, go to world health once in a while. And, you know, we check out some chicks on the treadmill, you know, how it goes, you know, go do arms at midnight, you know? Yeah. But really maybe you have one of those days where you're just fucking bagged and you just fucking can't like, you just can't. And then at like 11 PM, you're like, fuck, I can finally go train arms now. Like I finally feel okay. Like I had days like that. Like maybe go to world health and bang out an arm workout, you know? So like I, I, but if I tried to train in those gyms for a long period of time, it, it would like, I mean, it's hard. It's like, I mean, like you're, you're what trying to go like this against like, you you know, the gym is like all underneath you. Like, you know, you're pulling them all up. Right, Dusty, you like that? I didn't really understand the double jerk off technique. I was like, well, that's just me. Um, That's just me. There was also like two hands is way more than needed. Um, Anyways, wow. You know, if you're if you're in it, if you're in a pinch, you can use a pillow, but. I'm, okay. I'm like I'm so following that all of a sudden he's like air what? jerking off. I'm like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Well, you're Can trying to yeah, focus. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's. I don't think I was following him very well here. I knew where Dusty went because I looked at his face and his head just like went, huh? I mean, like you're you're what trying to go like this against like you, you know you, the gym is like all underneath you like you know you're pulling them all up i saw that it's like a dog the dog tilt so the dog tilt and and then i knew exactly what happened i'm like oh dusty's laughing at my hand movement and then he was like i'm doing this to all the other members and i'm like well no wonder they like that yeah 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 you're helping them out dusty you're helping them out you're You're helping out the whole gym you're bringing them all up your level Okay. Um, this is a good point, so the though. Point yes. Of that, guys, is you do not have to jerk off people at your gyms. <laughs> and, um, but, wow. if you do, but if you do, they're going to come to your level. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they'll train harder. If you jerk them off, they'll train harder. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. They'll train harder, which is awkward to see. Um, <laughs> Everybody wow. training harder. <laughs> oh, this is the episode that ends the fucking show. Here we go. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, technically, I d- I have been jerked off by members of gyms that I've trained at. I mean, we all have. Valid. Um. Anyways, uh, next go. question. <laughs> all right. Actually, next question is a comment from Bass and Bodybuilding. He said, "Dusty's overrated, underrated game is on point." Oh, yeah. Are we going to nice. play that again? We had a lot of comments about that. People liked it. That's beautiful. I have some more saves, so we can. Nice. We should definitely do that. All right. Yeah. It's a good round. Oh, a lot of, lot of comments here. Another comment from Neil. 
Uh, he says, uh, guys, be careful when you eat steak if you use Dusty 20. Yes. Well, you should be more focused on your steak at that point. It's about, I had a giant steak before the show, by the way. But anyways. You eat a lot of steak still, Dusty. Your steak consumption you, is actually... I had that, is it higher? Oh, for sure. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm addicted to tomahawks now. Hmm. Five-minute crew. Yeah, amazing awesome. amazing show as always. Last five-minute crew. And Dusty's new segment is fucking awesome. See, again, question for the next show. Um, I have some neck pain uh, going on, waiting to get in for a CAT scan. <clears throat> Been going on for a while, but what's thoughts on taking a muscle relaxer? I stay away from NSAIDs and stuff, but fuck is it stiff. It'd be hard to well i don't know man i mean i mean it, it just depends i've had some um like really bad neck issues in the last like five years where i've had periods where my neck hurt so bad it was so tight and it was all related to my neck muscles in the front hmm. and my mm -hmm. upper pecs and um you know into into my shoulders and stuff and uh you know, once I started having like, because I'll admit I quit getting work done for a long time because I was like, wow, I'm just, I'm not bodybuilding anymore and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the neck just like, I just, you know, couldn't get it to fucking really, really go away. You know, it kind of plagued me off and on. And it's been a lot better now that I've been getting more work done. I started getting work done on it and uh, made a huge difference. And I know that that's like such a, yeah, get work done on it. Yeah, this guy's probably tried that. But, you know, I don't know, just having somebody directly go into the front of my neck and into my pecs was yeah. like a game changer. And it's fucking painful when yeah. I get worked on. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that like front of the neck thing where they like pull it to yeah. the side. Oh, God. Yeah. And then into my shoulder blades a bit, too. There's some some funky stuff going on in there. So. All right. You guys want to jump to the next one? Because I don't think we really have a, a ton for him on that one. <clears throat> no, no, yeah. no. All right. He says, uh, hey, guys, uh, listening every week from the UK. Absolutely love the show and the knowledge you guys share. Uh, so if I have a question, I have been pushing the food up for four weeks. The, fir the first two weeks, not an issue at all. Uh, it went down a bit too easy. But after that, I have been feeling really bloated and uncomfortable and holding a bit of water retention. My cycle is 500 milligrams Primo, 500 NPP, and 600 Test E, uh, 60 T-ball daily. And I'm running one milligram of Arimidex daily as well. Um, any advice on this would be appreciated and keep up the good work. Well, first, lower your Arimidex dose. Holy There's shit. a lot, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot there. I mean, obviously, you don't know what the guy looks like or what his history is, but if we're just talking about, like, that snapshot and I had to take my best guess, I mean, not like I'm going to tell people, you know, how much to fucking use and shit, but I would drop the NPP completely because it's possible that he's having, like, nandrolone issues if he's super bloated. Just just mm -hmm. drop it. Just, you know, still need it. Um even just, well, in fact, drop everything but the test hmm. and maybe just one Arimidex a week 
and just train. Just see what happens. You might look way better, like, and feel way better. I mean, who knows? You can I put think the when primo you factor in, after if you want. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Yeah. But when you factor in the timeline, what you're saying makes perfect sense. Of course, you didn't notice the first two weeks. None of those drugs had hit yet. Yeah. Yeah. They so, really built up in the system. They're active and stuff, and they're you know, yeah. you know triggering signals and all that. But they're not like you know populated your receptors fully yet. So you shot in with a ton, and that's the. I mean, I'm assuming you've never done the cycle based on the response. So, it like Ron said, it's hard to nail what you're what's causing the issue. Um, so I agree. I would definitely, like I said, my knee jerk was the one Arimidex every day is a ton. I don't yeah. think you realize how much that is. I mean, yeah. I would do a half of one twice a week, maximum one twice a week, and you should be fine. Um, but yeah, considering the, the only, the only drug he's on that converts to estrogen is the test and he's only on 600. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, so it's, it's just a lot. I don't think people realize how a expensive real arimidex is and b how hard it is in the body everyone's so afraid of the drugs they take and don't realize what taking ais can do if they're at a high level so pull those back and then i, I do the same thing ron said you know take everything back start with a primo be the first thing i put back in um the other question you mean is after the going test down, you mean you yeah mean, yeah putting yeah, it like, back in yeah yeah test only then add the primo back in see where you're at you know and same thing with the uh, T-ball. I mean, that could be affecting your appetite, not necessarily yeah. your water retention, but that could be affecting the appetite for sure. So the next move with that is if you put that back in, take it before bed instead of first thing in the morning or whenever you're using it, because a lot of people that have appetite issues, that's a good way to sneak past that as you take it and go to sleep. Um, hmm. That's about it. I haven't tried that before with orals. Yeah, before yeah. Bed. just take the whole dose before bed if you have – it, yeah, I mean, some people still have appetite issues after that, but it can yeah. be it can be the one step that works, you know, the last last thing you can do. I think I wonder, like, is his Arimidex real? You know, yeah, like, is this exactly. is this research stuff? Yeah. You know, that's yeah. actually like point any two of milligrams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is the question oh, real, Scott? Are we real? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, how about this one? Matrix. Jeremy Weens says, question for the next show. Who is the most underrated bodybuilder you've ever seen in person? I'm trying to think of the most underrated. Mm. I got one to start us out. Dave Palumbo. Everybody looks at Dave and they're like, oh, yeah, Palumboism and all of that. And and toward the end of his career, he didn't have the most pleasing physique. You know, we never we never look our best all the way through. But Dave was a freaking monster and he looked pretty good for a period of time. So Dave was the I, you know, first and original 300 yeah. pound shredded super freak. And, and, and people don't ever connect that anymore. They think they think of. Palumboism, or they think of what he looks like now. Like, but Dave was a legit Wasn't freak he of the freaks. First guy to be three hundred pounds that lean. Like, oh, I don't know. At, well, yes, height. Right? I mean, you'd factor yeah. in height. There's probably someone you know. But I'm just thinking of like bodybuilders. Dave's height. What is he? Five ten? Something like that. Yeah, five nine, five yeah, ten. Yeah. How many guys? Yeah, how yeah. many guys were? I mean, what was that? Mid nineties. Yeah, like ninety five. Yeah. He was like three hundred pounds with like fucking veins on his glutes and shit. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously Dorian and Nasser were on the scene, the big, the biggest pros, but I mean, Dave was just as heavy as those guys and, and fucking to think he never turned pro, you know, like, yeah, cause he, he did look pro. good for a long time at, at that yeah. size. He was huge. I remember when I first met Palumbo was at the, I mean, what booth would it have been in like 2002? What booth would that have been? Would that have been the MD booth? MD? That's, yeah. Would that probably I bet it would be MD, yeah. Would that have been Supplement Company booth? I mean, he didn't have species yet. No, but he was with someone in, in yeah, the early he was. days. Like, it's funny. That's a good he question. He was with, like, met- Metrics. Was like, he with Metrics? Oh, I, think he, I think he was because he kept – when he posted his diet – Back in the day, he always said metrics packets were like right. two of the meals. That Man. was like, yeah, half his diet were <laughs> metrics packages. Yeah. Sometimes. McDonald's and metrics packets. Yeah. So I remember, I, I remember, I was emailing with him a bit because of the boards. You know, we knew each other off Muscle Mayhem. Yeah, and uh, and and I was like talking to him about maybe having him prep me, right? So yeah. I went and met him at the booth, and uh, I remember I was just like, holy fuck, he was huge and ripped. Yeah, like so lean, fucking shredded, dry, like like nothing on him, like fucking stage ready, peeled and huge, and he was sitting there eating McDonald's French fries. <laughs> that sounds like and, Dave. And I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" And he goes, "Good. Let's get out of here. Let's go eat." And he had fries already, and I go, "Oh, and he goes, yeah, I'm still hungry." So he he had a McDonald's French fries, and we walked to McDonald's. <laughs> And I ordered like a burger and fries or whatever the fuck I ordered. And he ordered another burger, just nice. a burger. And we sat and he ate like just another burger because he was still hungry and drank another drink, I think. And we sat and talked prep for like 45 minutes. You know? That's so cool. And then I was like, oh, good to meet you, man. And then like we never wound up working together, but that's when I met him. But I just remember I was like, fuck, this guy's fucking crazy looking in person. Like he was one of the freakiest things at the whole expo. That's what I'm saying. That was right. my first Olympia. That was my yeah. first Olympia expo. And I remember thinking like Dave Palumbo. And I remember he had on like like cut off jean shorts. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. He the right? It's amazing. He, he rocked the jorts because he was at the booth, right? So he looked like he had on like jean shorts and then he had on a plaid lumberjack yes. shirt with the sleeves cut off. Cut off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the year right there that's oh the yeah year. <clears throat> yeah yeah all right yeah i don't i don't know if i would count this as underrated but someone who i just was stunned by in person that i never felt got the true love was tony freeman huh yeah tony freeman was massive he I, was i will never forget huge <clears throat> So one of my first trips to the Arnold, you, you come down the escalators, you know, Scott, and then to the right is where you go into the expo. And I'm walking behind these guys, and they were in, like, the, the stringer shirts, and they were all puffed up walking in. Of course. scales at two, 203 and 511. And I'll never forget because they turned the corner into the doorways, and Tony Freeman was standing there, just his back facing us. And I just watched him deflate. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you are not in small town USA anymore. Well, technically you are, but the freaks came here. Yeah. I mean, and his his delts look like planets. I mean, he was inches wider than I ever was in my entire career. And also, I mean, how tall was he, Ron? Six, three, four? No, no, no. He's he's six, two. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Freeman's right. big. I, 
some of these guys, everyone thinks they're taller just because they're so huge, but he's only a little taller than me. Yeah, but he was just absolutely massive. And the thing I remember the most was at 6'2", his quads jumped at me more than anything. No kidding. They they just swept off of his hips. And I think if he if he was competing now, everyone would be talking about him. But in that era, there were just too many super freaks. I asked Tony Freeman how big his quads were once. He was standing at the booth, and he had, like, soccer shorts on. And his legs were just fucking humongous. And I go, hey, Tony, have you ever put a tape around those fucking things? And he goes, yeah, actually, I taped them. Like, he said it was, like, three weeks out from the Olympia, and they were 34. Dang. It peeled. And that's, like, in shape. Like, what they, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, they were like, I think it was like weeks out of the Olympia. I don't remember how many weeks it was, but I remember he said they were 34. So like a combined 70 inches to like a 28-inch waist, you know? Exactly. He was fucking huge. Yeah. Well, he was, so put it this way. Tony Freeman had a remarkably good career. He won shows. He went to multiple Olympias. And he placed top three in a lot of shows. Like, I don't yeah. know, pull up his career. But so he had a great career. Like, he was a legit pro, right? And he did mm-hmm. it all with a pec tear. Hmm. Yep. Which ruins people. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. And he still did all of that. That's how good he is, or was, you know, it's in, crazy. His, in his yep. bodybuilding. But that goes to show what his physique had because. You know, pec tears destroy people's careers. Like, it is fucking over for most of them, right? Yep. Like, pros. You know, lots of amateurs have a great career competing with injuries and stuff, but that's what keeps them back from being pros, right? But at the pro level, like, that that particular injury at the pro level is really, really devastating. And Tony yep. just fucking kept going and, like, won, won a show, won a couple shows, I think, and went to the Olympia multiple times. And so you got to give a guy like I, that credit. That's a good one, Dusty. Yeah, you're solid. Mine is Tom Prince. Hmm. Oh God, yes. Yeah, because Tom Prince Freakiest wasn't around that side long. Side leg of the planet. <laughs> Tom Prince. Tom Prince wasn't wasn't in the game that long. Him and Mike Francois were both kind of short lived careers, right? Hmm. Yeah. And um, Mike Francois was very short, but uh, Tom, you know, I mean, I mean, what did Tom turn pro in '97 and uh, won the '97 uh, Nationals and turned pro? And um, looked unfucking believable, and and also the year before that, '96, when Craig Titus beat him, yep. he was unbelievably good. But Titus just fucking beat him somehow. And um, but yeah, Tom Prince was great, and then he got third at the Night of Champions at one that. time. Hmm. And um, and you know we went to the Olympia. I think one time he went to the Olympia. I can't remember. And um, and then that was, you know, kind of the end of the career. It was 2003 United Champions, I think he, he went to the Olympia. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the guy, man. I, I knew him. I, I met up with him in Vegas, and we went and ate. And I knew him through a mutual friend because he coached my friend. And we chatted on the boards. Like, he was on Mayhem all the time. And we were, like, bantering back and forth. So I went and ate with him, and he told me all about, like, what he did for cycles and – what he did for food and it was all just the most like basic like you know just basic 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 
Okay. And, um, and he just told me everything. And uh, he didn't mention like the new Bane or any of the problems that had probably arisen by that point, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, which I heard stories about afterwards. But, but yeah, he was a real nice guy. And then he paid for my lunch. No kidding. Like, bought my lunch for me. Yeah. I was just helping a kid out, you know? That's cool, and, man. Um, and uh, then we went and uh, he's like, oh, let's go down there. And I think, I think, you know, all the other guys are down there. Maybe you can meet some more pros. Yeah. So he walked me down there. And then I met Vince Comerford and Troy Zucalato. <laughs> and like some of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. And Tony Pearson. I met Tony Pearson that day. And um, yeah, it was funny. And then like Tom took off, you know, and then I went and did my thing, hung out with my friends. But, um, but yeah, he was a cool guy. And uh, fucking freak. So wide, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Like massive, massive frame. So he was very underrated bodybuilder. It seemed like it came pretty easy for him. Hmm. Like, he didn't have a single... Tom Prince was interesting because there wasn't a single thing about his training, diet, or drugs that you wouldn't see printed in like a Flex magazine. No kidding. Right. Yep. Four sets of 10. Four <laughs> sets of 10. Four sets of 10. And then another exercise for four sets of 10. Yeah, like, yeah. I know. Like it was Finish off with a drop set. You're done. <laughs> yeah. We trained hard, you know. Moved a lot of weights. What else we got? Yeah. We should wrap this one if we're going to do okay. two segments. Really? Perfect. That flew by. Look yeah. that. God damn. Did. Where are you going to start that? We're like mumbling about bullshit. I got That's it. That's where we started. I got it. We, I, okay. we, I have to do this all every week. I, I know what are to you, do. Are you, is, what about the hand job? Is that staying in there? It, that's, that's, double. Yeah. It was a double. It'll be like, hand job. yeah. It's like a giant. Well, dick. No, you only need both hands if you're jerking off the whole gym, Dusty. <laughs> oh, that was, a set, that was a second dick. Got it. My bad. No, 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 no. They're stacked. There's no two dicks. There's only one dick. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. On that note, thanks. You can have two dicks if you want. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay see you later guys remember like share subscribe comment ring the bell and use codes big wrong 20 yes dusty 20 on iammutant.com yes and the codes work both in the states and in canada so canadians can even use your code not that they would. Not that no way they, <laughs> they would. Could. And there's a lot of Americans who already don't like you. And they will happily use my code. That's a, that's a very valid point, actually. <laughs> but you still win because let's say I take half of the Americans. Yes. Or and 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 all of the Canadians. You probably have all the Americans with guns. I definitely do. Like Which all of your Americans have good. guns. Would be a lot of my Americans might not have guns. So all of so Ron gets the Democrat Americans. Well, because they would go Canadian, <laughs> right? They would be more likely sure. to go Canadian, government wise. Yeah. They don't know, you know. They would. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Default. All right. Okay. Cheers, guys. Remember, it's just bodybuilding.